this is Satya Suntalam from Business Lines Research Bureau. The market is on a gravity-defying trip, never mind the naysayers. At record highs, the Sensex is now up about 12% year-to-date and 75% from its March lows. It trades at about 33 times trailing price-to-earnings higher than its past averages. But like many big bull runs in the past, this rally too could turn into a frenzy with many retail investors burning their fingers due to irrational exuberance. In this situation, a reminder on the behavioral biases that we all are prone to can be useful. Behavioral finance principles are relevant across market conditions. But they find more resonance in extreme markets, raging bull or bear, which induce severe bouts of greed or fear among investors. In this week's big story, Anand Kalyan Raman from Business Lines Research Bureau explained some key behavioral biases seen in raging bull markets like the current one and how you can guard against these. So let's get started. It's little surprise that there has been a slew of initial public offerings and new fund offerings over the past few months. Retail investors often lap up these issues, not minding pricey valuations and risky business models. The heady oversubscription numbers, some even in triple digits, in many of the recent IPOs attests to this. Listing gains on many IPOs only adds to this trend. Similarly, many buy flavor-of-the-season stocks and sectors lured by the quick, handsome gains made by these by the world and its uncle. Such investors may be giving in to two biases. One, herding, doing what others in the group are doing. In this case, buying stocks and IPOs that everyone is buying. Two, recency effect, giving more importance to events that have occurred recently and expecting them to continue. In this case, the strong market rally and listing gains on recent IPOs. This could cause harm. There is a good chance that majority could be wrong, as it often is, and the story may not have a happy ending. On the other hand, there is a possibility that majority could be right and recent events could continue. So how do you decide? 1. Don't follow the herd blindly. Make an objective assessment based on the stock's valuation and the company's prospects. 2. A documented investment approach can help build a suitable portfolio and stay the course without giving into fats. 3. Evaluate events independently. Don't assume continuity of recent events. 4. Diversification across asset classes and within asset classes will help mitigate herding and recency. The next bias talked about in the big story is the overconfidence and self-attribution bias. In this bull run, many investors might wrongly attribute their success to their stock picking skills, get cocky, take risky bets and finally end up losing big. A rising tide lifts all boats, a truism that many investors overlook. Exhibiting overconfidence, they tend to confuse luck for skill and go for dangerous punts that backfire when the tide turns. While they take credit for gains, the blame for loss is sought to be shifted to external factors in a display of self-attribution. Overconfident investors could underestimate risk and take on too much concentration risk, whether in stocks or sectors. To overcome such bias, make an impartial assessment of why the stocks you picked run up. Was it due to reasons you foresaw? 
Keep records, including reasons for investing and expected target returns, so that rationality can prevail on exits. Focus on the process, not on the outcomes. Set strict position limits in your portfolio on both stock-specific and sector-specific exposure. The next one is the confirmation bias. In general, the optimists focus on the positives while the pessimists focus on the negatives. People have a tendency to see and hear what they want to see and hear. They focus on information that reinforces their beliefs while disregarding any time that counters their narrative. The confirmation bias can lead to risky choices such as buying more of existing stocks in the portfolio without adequate reasoning and not paying exposures despite negative news. To overcome such bias, question your assumptions, seek out opinions that contradict your views on a stock and assess them for validity without bias. Be humble enough to acknowledge that you could be wrong and others right. Now comes the anchoring and loss aversion biases. The recent market rally has seen many stocks touching new high before cooling off. This could cause behavioral trouble among many investors. Consider a case where an investor bought a stock at rupees 100 and it rallied up to rupees 150. But then the stock began slipping and has now fallen to 130 rupees. Even after the fall, the stock is at a three-digit PE and has delivered gains beyond expectations. The ideal thing for the investors to do would be to exit at 130 rupees. But she is fixated with the high of 150 rupees and refuses to sell below it. Now, say the stock price falls from 130 rupees to 80 rupees below the purchase price of 100 rupees. The investor must, in good sense, exit in quick time and cut losses, but she doesn't because she thinks it can recapture its highs. In this case, the investor is exhibiting two biases, anchoring and loss aversion. In anchoring, investors anchor, that is, hold on to a number and this influences their subsequent decisions. They are unwilling to change with the circumstances. In loss aversion, investors tend to avoid recognizing losses to the extent possible. This behavior is understandable because the pain of loss is said to be twice pleasure of gain. Here are some mitigators to the above biases. When the facts change, you must change your mind and your investment approach. Instead of holding on to the past glories that may not return, you must rely on fundamental analysis based on latest information. Do not fall into the loss aversion trap. Learn to overcome the mental pain of recognizing loss. That's it in this podcast. To understand more about these biases, check our big story at www.thehindubusinessline.com.